if you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world, world of, of food. food. First, did you hear they have a new flavor of Hershey's Kisses? They're called Milkalicious, and they're designed to capture the inherent goodness and comforting familiarity of chocolate milk. Mm. Second, people are going crazy trying to get their hands on a new peanut butter chocolate pie at Costco that weighs five pounds. What? It'll set you back to $19.99. And finally, in the world of food, there's a trend on social media where gym bros are eating dog food for the protein. Wait, oh, like working out. Gym, gym, like, like I, okay, I go to the gym. gym I'm a gym bro. Now, okay, before gotcha. you start rating your doggy bowl, heads up, Pedigree's dog food has 666 grams of protein. That's around 600 grams more than the amount of protein most humans should consume every day. They're, you're joking. That it's is a real thing. Early April fools. There's no way. They're eating dog food for the protein. They say it tastes terrible. Oh, so too. when they go to the gym and they say, what's up, dog? They really mean it. <laughs> Coming up, a dog ran up to this woman in a parking lot and led her kind of lassie style to this huge surprise. This is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good news. A dog ran up to this lady in a parking lot and led her lassie style to this huge surprise. Mitzi was in the middle of a hectic day. When she locked eyes with this pleading face of this little dog, a brown and black dog was standing alone in a gravel parking lot just off the road. And as she approached the abandoned pup, later named Dolly, she was struck by how friendly she was. Well, she came right up to her, let her pet her. And then the sweet dog seemed to be begging Mitzi to follow her down the path off the road. Like, come on, come on, come over here. (laughs) Uh, She led her to... 16 puppies. What? And not all of them were dollies, yet she was protecting them all. Uh, They're all in foster care until they can get their vaccines and ready. They're going to be ready to uh, be adopted soon. (laughs) They're so cute, too. She led the woman to the dog. Yeah, almost like she's like... like, Timmy's stuck in the bottom of a well. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of like... Like a Lassie episode. I've handled these 16 pups on my own long enough. I need a little help here. (laughs) I hear it takes a village. (laughs) (laughs) Have you heard about the latest TikTok craze? People are posting pics of their pantry. Could you... Would you post a pic of your pantry for the whole world to see? We're going to talk about that next. Okay, so the latest TikTok craze has me wondering... Why do the Chinese care what we post on TikTok? Supposedly, they're using TikTok to track people. Why? When people are posting pictures of their pantries. Apparently, it's a craze to have a very streamlined and neat pantry where you buy clear containers and you label the containers. So instead of having a box of Rice Krispies, you pour the Rice Krispies in the container, you throw the box away, and you have this neat, organized, Mm -hmm. you can see everything uh, pantry. My and sister did this. The whole point. Millennials are driving this because they want to live a more simplified, streamlined lifestyle. And I'm like, so you're living a more simplified, streamlined lifestyle by buying more stuff <laughs> <laughs> and disguising it as if the cereal came in this clear container. But that that's like a big deal. People are posting pictures of their pantries and people are getting pantry envy uh, and trying to do their pantries like they see TikTokers yeah. doing. Because they're so nice and neat. And I have a sister who is banking on this. She uh, has one of those things called a cricket. 
And her Etsy shop, she sells all the labels for your clear bins <laughs> that say like granola bars, Rice Krispies, whatever you wanted to say. Because the box itself didn't say that already. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Do you have any of this stuff? Or I this do nonsense? not. I have not done this. Uh, my sister Rhoda did, and she said it was so satisfying to get her pantry looking all neat and organized. I don't know if it's staying that way. But she gave it a shot, and she learned about it from, uh, I think it's a TV show called Home Edit, <laughs> where they teach you how to be all neat and organized. <laughs> that yeah. just sounds like extra steps. You just you can't be neat and organized and just put the box in there? You Apparently know? not. It- Apparently mm-hmm. not. It doesn't look neat enough. Wow. <laughs> but I'll tell you something she showed me the other night. She was basically making fun of herself. What will they think of next to extract money from your wallet? That's that's my big question. And why can't I think of these things, right? Oh, no, no. The cool kids don't put their boxes in the pantry. No. They have these clear containers. And by the way, I'll sell you the label. <laughs> All right, so we're talking about this TikTok craze that uh, you, you post pictures of your your neat, your organized, your 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 practically perfect Mary Poppins pantry, and people ooh and ah all over it, and it's creating all kinds of TikTok envy. Yeah, picture it like instead of little boxes of pasta, you've got a tall, little, cute glass canister where you can see the spaghetti, or you can see the farfalli, or penne pasta um, and then you have little like they're called lazy susans where you spin your your salad dressings or your condiments so you can see what all you have there yeah and then you have little baskets that are labeled and you don't leave the nutrigain drain nutrigain bars in the box god forbid no you take them you out put them in the cute little baskets with the labels okay and uh, it's what called if, uh, uh, something- there's a tv show called home edit where my sister found out about it hmm. so she started doing it what if you have something other than Nutri-Grain bars? Can you put that, if you have just plain granola bars, can you put that in the Nutri-Grain bar basket or no. is that a big no? No, no, no. You got to have a different bin for the other brand. So you've committed to a certain brand once you yeah. once you label the basket. So even though my sister totally jumped on this after watching that show Home Edit, she, um, she was showing me TikTok videos the other night, Kev. Mm-hmm. This lady who actually di- does the home organizations herself completely makes fun of herself. And she's like, you're not worth anything unless your pantry looks like she's totally mocking the whole thing, including apparently one of the trends is in your freezer drawer, you have to have different little bins of flavored ice cubes for your water. What? Like there needs to be a pineapple. It's if it's pineapple <laughs> juice frozen to put in your water, it's shaped like a pineapple. If it's strawberry it's a little ice thing shaped like a strawberry. Yeah. You know how dads make flavored water? They got a they got a big glass of ice water or something. Their kid comes walking through with a popsicle. Hey, give me that for a sec. You dip it in the water. <laughs> give it back. Thanks. <laughs> flavored water. Voila. Voila. <laughs> that's good. That is just like next level. That is like organization that's beyond me caring. I just, uh, no, not to mention, I like to see Count Chocula. I don't want to get rid of the box. <laughs> I like to see Boo Berry. Yeah. I like to see uh, Fred and Barney. Hey, Barney, can I get some Cocoa Puffs? <laughs> They're doing it with just, not just their pantries, their refrigerators and freezers are just as fancy. If this really takes off, I bet the cereal makers will make their own clear containers with like the characters. They'll have like uh, the Sugar Smacks frog on the side. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Or they'll start selling them in those. Here's the limited edition pantry, you know, pantry pick 
Yeah. But this has become so popular. If you go to Hobby Lobby with your wife sometime, there's entire aisles dedicated to the plastic bins. Well, good thing that the Hobby Lobby in my neighborhood is right next to the Guitar Center. So while she's in Hobby Lobby, I go to the Guitar Center. Last night, uh, I made a mistake. It's a rookie husband mistake. And you would think after 35 years of marriage, I would not do this anymore. But my wife, was she was having a tough time with something. Something triggered her emotionally. She was having a tough time. And... Try to be you know, understanding and kind and compassionate and everything. But as husbands will often do, I tried to do what I call reframe the situation. In other words, here's a different camera angle on which to view this thing that you're experiencing. Mm-hmm. And, and I said, she, it made her more upset. And I said, honey, I'm sorry. I was just trying to reframe it. And she looked at me and very coldly and calmly said, you need to refrain from the reframe. <laughs> Did you bust up laughing or was it not a moment oh, to no. laugh? Oh, no. <laughs> no. We did later, but not then. So. It's funny because I bet you if you looked at it objectively, you don't like when she does that to you either. Yeah, nobody does, right? Yeah. yeah so it's the equivalent of saying, hey, come on, smile. Or it's not that big a deal. So we have so much to be grateful for. Right, exactly. So so yeah, I need to I'm gonna remember that though. Refrain Refrain from the from the reframe. Got it. Coming up, is there something you just have to have in order to get a good night's sleep? Is there something you just have to have in order to get a good night's sleep? A certain blanket or eye mask, maybe the room has to be completely dark. Well, in a new sleep poll, 42% of Americans that said they sleep on their side and the average person needs to sleep with three pillows. What? Wow. 64% of people consider huh. themselves restless sleepers. Only one in 10 wake up feeling refreshed every morning. I sleep with two every night. Yeah, that's yeah. what I did. Three would be too much. I one think. for my head and one to hug yeah. and put between my knees because I it helps my back. Because huh. I fell when I was in college. Yeah, I've got two, but then I also have, usually by the end of the night, I have three dogs surrounding me. Aww. Yeah, so it's, it's, I don't need pillow. <laughs> who needs a pillow when you got a greyhound? I should right? tell you about that in a minute. Sleeping with dogs is in the news right now, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, I'll yeah, tell yeah, you about we'll it talk in about sec. that in a sec. We're talking about things you just have to have to have in order to fall asleep. I know someone who can't fall asleep without a heavy blanket. Kev was mentioning his dogs, and there's a new study about... What happens to your sleep when you have dogs on the bed? Hmm. We'll talk about that in a minute. We're talking about stuff you just have to have to have in order to get a good night's sleep. Uh, My husband and my sister love to make fun of me because like if I'm at a hotel room, I have to go around and find any little lights and cover them up with like a washcloth from the bathroom. Hmm. So much so that I set off a fire alarm (laughs) trying to cover a light one time. But um, there's also out in the news today, not only about uh, what you need for sleep, like most people sleep with three pillows, but asking the question, do you let your dog sleep in the bed with you? And mm-hmm. um, we, it's so funny when we got our dog, I I'd said, no, we're not going to have her on the bed. And that lasted one night. <laughs> <laughs> and I love dogs on the bed. I think it's so sweet and special. But um, there's new numbers out about just how much sleep you're losing. Mm-hmm. People with a dog on the bed or a, a cat on the bed say they have trouble falling asleep. They wake up in the middle of the night and they wake up tired. But it's worse with a dog than a cat. And mm. it also depends on the breed and the age. Mm. And like Alex the Wonder Mutt, she sleeps right in the middle of the bed, like so curled up. And 
And then when we uh, dog sit for our producer Griffin, we let his dog sleep on the bed too. Hmm. So I don't mind a dog on the bed. Yeah, yeah. We have five dogs, and four of them insist on being in bed with us. <laughs> Three of them last through the whole. I don't know night. how there's room left for you and your wife. And we have greyhounds. I mean, these are big dogs. These wow. are not. And um, I can, I can. The thing, I can sleep without the dogs in the bed. I'm fine with that. Um, like when we go on trips or whatever, as a matter of fact, it's kind of nice to get a break from the dog staying in a hotel room. <laughs> yeah. There's something else though that I, I have trouble sleeping if it's not there. I'll tell you what it is in a minute. So uh, we're talking about that, getting a good night's sleep. Taylor, you said you need three pillows. Yes. To get no, a good I need, sleep. the average person needs three. Oh, need, I need two. You need two average person. I know these yeah. normal size pillows or are they like one of them, like a full body pillow or I what's have your deal? Like a, I have a neck pillow, like it cradles my neck so my neck doesn't hurt. Hmm. And then I have like more of a, I guess it's called a king size pillow. Okay. So it's pretty big okay. and I'll either, I'll hug that and I also kind of put it between my knees because I... I fell on some ice in at Wheaton College, and my back hasn't been the Ever same since. Ever since then, huh? Okay. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's not the dogs. I can sleep okay without the dogs. I can even sleep okay. The only pillows that really bother me are. You ever been in a hotel and the ho- and the the pillow feels more like a balloon? Yes, than a they're pillow? way too tall. Yes, what I, is up I don't with that? like that. Yes. That would cause me to have a rough night's sleep. But here's the the one thing in this whole wide world that will cause me not to get a good night's sleep, okay. and that's if and it rarely happens if Tracy and I are apart. I like her to be there. Even if we're not like, you know, like snuggling or canoodling or whatever, yeah. just just having her there. And the other a uh, couple weekends ago, she went to visit our daughter who lives in another city now. And she was only away one night. But I had a rotten night's sleep. Aww, yeah, that happens to so many of us married people, doesn't it? Because I'll leave it like every night when we go to bed, I usually will reach over and I'll just wedge my hand underneath of her. And Aww. that's that's kind of how I fall fall asleep every mm-hmm. night. So, yeah, having her not being there, that that will cause me to just toss and turn, not fall into the deep sleep, whatever. So maybe I'm Linus and she's my blanket. Yeah, I think every married person in the car listening right now is going, amen, the same thing happens to me. Hey, do you love scrolling through TikTok for a great life hack, a recipe, or just a good laugh? Heads up, there are five TikTok trends that can harm your wallet, according to doctors. Okay. Uh, Raw potato juice for strep throat does not work. Mouth taping during sleep. There isn't enough research to back up any health claims around improving sleep and mouth taping has dangerous side effects like decreased oxygen levels and cardiac arrest. And the third and final TikTok trend that can harm your health, according to doctors, dry scooping protein powder. It involves swallowing scoops of dry workout supplement powder instead of diluting it in water. And some of the powder can wind up in your esophagus and lungs if it's inhaled which can cause irritation, coughing, and even an asthma attack. Okay, imagine this feeling. Your daughter, your baby girl, is a teenager, and she's all giddy. She comes home from school, and a guy asked her to prom. But you're like, we can't afford a dress. We Mm. can't afford the shoes. We're going to talk about that next. Can you imagine what it would feel like as a parent? Your daughter comes home from school, and she's giddy. She's a teenager and she's like, so-and-so asked me to prom, daddy. And you're like, we don't have the money for a dress or shoes. What are we going to do? Well, this is pretty cool. There is a uh, nonprofit called It Takes a Village in a town that I'm familiar with, Peoria, Illinois. That's where a lot of my cousins live. And they decided to take it next level. They're not only letting women, young women come shop for free for a prom dress, 
But while you're there, they'll do your hair and makeup and a photographer will take a picture of you so you can see what you're going to look like on prom night. And then if you go ahead and pick a dress and decide you're going to for sure go to prom, they'll give you money so that you have money for um, a ride to prom and a meal out and your like flower, your corsage. Oh, wow. The whole deal. And so you can get hair and makeup done the night of prom. How cool is that? I just thought that was taking it to the next that level. Because the only thing I've ever heard of is the prom dresses, right, which dresses. is cool. Yeah, it's great. But That's to make the it, big expense. Right. I mean, but to yeah. know like your hair, your makeup, your yeah. everything's going to be taken care of. You're not going to have to cut is... corners anywhere else. You just get to feel like a princess yeah. for a night. And uh, cool. a lot of times they do it for young women who are in foster care, mm, where there just better. isn't yeah. the funding oh, for that. that. Is, so I'm just like them. so excited about this. That is cool. Do you have friends that you clean up for when they come over and then friends you don't? Coming up, wait till you hear what moms are sharing on social media. Hey, do you have a company, a company, do you clean for certain company? And then other friends, they just come over no matter how trashed your house is, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> no matter what chaos it is. <laughs> uh, check out what moms are sharing on social media. Their messy homes. Hmm. Yep. Hashtag messy house is trending on TikTok because moms are normalizing being normal and uh, avoiding perfectionism. Some are even getting super brave and showing their <gasps> screech, screech, junk drawers. <laughs> After all, when you have kids, it's nearly impossible to have a neat house. Moms everywhere are taking comfort in not having to be perfectly clean all the time. Is that the social media equivalent of the sign that my wife had hanging when our kids were little? Our kids were little before social media. And it said something like, pardon my mess, but I was busy. And it lists all the stuff she I was doing with is. the yeah. kids mm-hmm. instead of... Cleaning the house. Yeah. Huh. It's really fascinating to me that women are getting, moms especially, are getting really brave and posting pictures of their messy houses. Hashtag messy house. Because my friend went to the birthday party of an influencer and everything was so perfect that even though the cake fell, she never revealed that like in a follow-up post or anything. Like it, she just, it's as if it never happened. Mm. So there's there's definitely a yin and a yang on social media. There's the perfection. There's so much of it. Like if you follow certain influencers or celebrities, it's like not a hair is ever out of place. Mm-hmm. And then there's people that are more like, I guess the nickname is real booking. They're willing to share the the nitty gritty and the dirty stuff of life and the pictures that don't look so great. So to me, the the not so great stuff is kind of refreshing. Like I'll never forget one of our arty artists, Ellie Holcomb. She showed like a really like tailored type picture, like this looks great. And then the next screen was how messy the kitchen was behind it. Mm. <laughs> it was it was just kind of refreshing to know that not everybody's perfect. Right. Ever make plans only to regret them later? <laughs> you are not alone. A recent poll asked people if they ever make plans, then feel lazy or tired and wish they hadn't. Almost everyone says it happens at some point. 36% said a lot and just 8% said they never feel that way. The younger you are, the more likely you are to say it's true, which I thought was interesting. 56% of people under 30 said they regularly regret plans they've made. Um, I've done this before. This is a, I'm being very vulnerable right now. I'll make plans. I'm so bummed I made plans. And up to the moment we get there, I'm just like, ah, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. And then I always end up having fun. Yeah. 
not fun. I guess that's because I'm an introverted extrovert. Taylor just described every day her experience on the Kevin and Taylor show. (laughs) (laughs) Coming up, did you know that dad jokes teach your kids a very important life lesson? Do you know dad jokes teach your kids a very important life life lesson? Patience, tolerance, uh, perseveration. perseveration. <laughs> you're getting there. You're close. Uh, try not to roll your eyes at dad jokes. They, they may be an example of good parenting. Dad jokes are important in helping children learn to be embarrassed by their parents. Dad jokes toughen them up because they survive the embarrassment of their dad making a terrible pun. And realize embarrassment is not that bad after all. The research went on to show that dads build their children's resilience and train them to withstand minor attacks and bouts of negative emotion without getting worked up or acting out, teaching them impulse control and emotional regulation, all because he told yet another annoying dad joke. Mm. So I take your story of uh, dad jokes pretty seriously. And uh, my response to your story about dad jokes, Taylor, is challenge accepted. (laughs) I'll have some dad jokes coming up for you in just a minute, okay? All right, so dad jokes. Yes, I am your man for dad jokes. Taylor, I offered my elderly elderly neighbor 20 bucks uh, to let me try out her stair lift. She can't get up and down the stairs too quick, you know, anymore. So she has a stair lift. It's $20. Let me ride the thing. So I think she's going to take me up on it. Oh, my goodness. Wow. (laughs) That one was really bad. That is going to teach your kids to deal with embarrassment. What do you call a mouse that swears? Uh, I don't know. What do you call it? A cursor. (laughs) Oh, man. These are rough. Okay. This this made me think of our our friends, Carl and Anita, who just moved away to, to Tucson, Arizona. We used to go out to dinner with them all the time. That was kind of our thing. What do you call friends that you like to go out to eat with? What do you call them? Taste buds. (laughs) I think we've reached new eye roll capacity. I'm hot. I'm hot today. I'm hot. What's that, Taylor? You want more dad jokes? Uh, Wait, I never said that. (laughs) Oh, here they are coming right up. My wife says uh, that she is going to ban me. Like, no more breakfast puns. She said, if I have one more breakfast pun, I'm toast. Mm. <laughs> I got a good toast joke for you. How does Darth Vader like his toast? On the dark side? Yeah. <laughs> I got this flyer the other day. I don't know if you got a tailor here at work. It's about anger management. I lost it. <laughs> wow. Okay. I've saved the best for last. Are we ready? This is possibly my favorite dad joke ever. Do you hear my pet mouse, Elvis? Elvis died the other night. Oh, no. He was caught in a trap. (laughs) The best dad joke of all time right there. My pet Elvis. (laughs) Pet mouse Elvis. Watch out. Kev will be texting his four kids. No, you'll be voice memoing them so you can sing your little song. Can you see the little mouse dressed in the Elvis clothes? (laughs) Wow.